0: Hello everyone, welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners.
1: The following is an experience-sharing article from the 2023 European FAR Conference, entitled Solidly Cultivating Myself, Cultivation Experience in Operating a Tiantai Bookstore in Paris by a Falun Dafa Practitioner in France. The article was published on the Mingwei website on September 2nd, 2023. Greetings, esteemed master and fellow practitioners. I am a Falun Dafa Practitioner from France. I came to France in 1994 and began to practice Falun Dafa in March 1999. Part 1. Finding Falun Dafa I came to France in 1994 to be with my husband while he pursued his doctoral degree. At the end of December 1998, we took out a loan to buy a store and let me manage it. With no experience and no money to hire people, I had no clue how to operate such a business. The pressure and anxiety were almost unbearable. The stress was excruciating. I yearned to calm my mind, to stop obsessing over money-making every day. Perhaps it was this thought that created the opportunity. A fellow practitioner from China gave me a copy of Zhuan Falun, the main book of Falun Dafa. I finished reading the last page of Juan Falun on March the 2nd, 1999. After closing Juan Falun I told myself, from today on I have decided to practice Falun Dafa. No matter how tired I was from working a full day, no matter how late it was, I would do the five sets of exercises before going to sleep. In July 1999, when I attended the first European FAR conference in Paris, I was told that the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, had begun persecuting Falun Gong. Since then, I have actively participated in various projects and joined the practitioners who clarified the truth of Falun Gong, also called Falun Dafa. I established a practice site in the city where I resided, formed a far study group and collected signatures on the streets to protest the persecution. I used my spare time to work on projects and write articles. Every weekend I devoted myself to activities, bringing an end to the persecution. Every day I was filled with vitality and felt grounded. Practising Fallen Dafa completely freed me from the shackles of living just for money. Part 2. Establishing the Tiantai Bookstore The New York-based Tiantai Bookstore headquarters contacted us in early 2021, expressing the hope that Paris would open a Tiantai bookstore as master's Far rectification progressed and more predestined people would start practising Dafa. We recalled master's teaching from teachings at the conference in Switzerland. But there are only two mainstream methods. One is that we have books in bookstores and that we have practice sites so law bodies can take people to find them. The other is far conferences and our students sharing their experiences with family. It's mainly with these two methods that more people come and their quality is high. We realised that running a bookstore aligned with Master's FAR principles. Therefore, four of us practitioners discussed it and decided to establish an association in ordinary society called Tiantai Centre France. Each of us had specific roles, and I became the chairperson of the association. After establishing the association, The first thing was to open a bank account. I made an appointment with the manager at my own bank to discuss opening the account. However, our two scheduled meetings were cancelled on the day of the appointment, citing unexpected events. I expressed my understanding the first time, but when it happened the second time, I felt competitive. I said to the manager, since you're so busy I'll open an account at another bank and we don't need to arrange another meeting. Then I left, showing a displeased look on my face. I completely forgot that I was a DAFA practitioner and the reason I was applying for the account to facilitate truth-clarification projects. I treated the matter with an ordinary person's mindset. Subsequently, I approached three other banks and none of them were willing to open an account for us. Their reasons were the same. Since I was the chairperson of the association, I should open the account at my personal bank, otherwise they would need to investigate my credit background which would be troublesome. After the first two banks rejected us, I still didn't wake up, but when the third bank also refused, I realised that I had made a mistake. As a cultivator, I should not have a disagreement with an ordinary person. From a cultivation perspective, my competitive mentality arose just because my appointment was postponed. How could I operate a Tiantai bookstore with such a mindset? Looking inward, I also saw that although I diligently studied the FAR and did the exercises every day, When dealing with matters, especially when the other party didn't know I was a Falun Dafa practitioner, I seemed to exempt myself from adhering to Dafa's principles. This was a clear case of not genuinely cultivating. After realising my cultivation issue, I returned to the first bank. The manager showed displeasure and said, didn't you say you were going to other banks? After I explained the reasons for the other bank's refusal, he said those were just excuses. I understood that he was right. The three banks' refusal was Master's hint to me to pay attention to genuine cultivation. If one of the banks had accepted our account application, I would have missed this opportunity for reflection, and Master's hint would have been in vain. I thanked Master for showing me the consequences of not cultivating genuinely at the early stage of operating the bookstore. Once the bookstore was operational, there would undoubtedly be many unexpected events, and if I didn't handle them with the cultivator's mindset, interference from the evil would be inevitable. I calmly told the bank manager, I still hope you can help us open the account here. He said not so kindly, that the bank wouldn't accept any requests for fee reductions or concessions, just because we were an association. I admonished myself not to compete with others over interests, so I smiled and told him that I could accept his conditions. Several months passed and the bank was still not giving us notice of the account opening. Perhaps Master wanted to see if I had the determination to cultivate away my competitive mentality and whether I had enough patience and tolerance. In any case, I reminded myself not to miss this opportunity for improvement. I patiently called them to inquire about the progress every day. Finally, the day to sign the contract arrived. When we met, the bank manager was kind and said, considering that your association won't have much money, I managed to get you the lowest management fees and other concessions. I genuinely experienced the beauty of eliminating competitiveness. Part 3. Master's Protection Once, while consulting with an accountant about bookstore account matters, he mentioned that, according to French law, the head of an association couldn't receive a salary and could only work as a volunteer. This news triggered a trace of dissatisfaction in my heart. In truth, when I agreed to work with other practitioners to operate the bookstore, I never intended to earn a salary. However, when the accountant said it out loud, I felt uncomfortable. After returning home, I felt dismayed by my reaction. How could I go backward in cultivation? Today I am working at the Tiantai bookstore that connects me with sentient beings. Why was I moved by the accountant's words? Looking inward, I saw jealousy and an uneven heart. In the past, I was able to do things without considering personal gain or loss, wholeheartedly participating in DAFA projects without seeking rewards, because all the practitioners around me did the same, and I could do it too now many projects offer remuneration to participating practitioners. Especially when I faced the prospect of receiving very little retirement pension, this uneven heart and attachment to personal gain emerged. Master said in the article Path from the Essentials of Diligent Progress 2, If there really were pre-made paths and effortless rides, that definitely would not be cultivation. Previously, when participating in truth-clarification projects, on the surface, everything I did seemed like my own effort, but there was an element of going with the flow. I'm grateful to Master for letting me see my attachment to personal gain at the beginning of operating the bookstore. I must eliminate it. In the process of finding my attachments... I clearly saw that Master had been protecting me every step of my cultivation journey, sometimes even performing miracles. Our small family business didn't suffer any negative impact from my frequent involvement in various dafa activities. On the contrary, we managed to pay off all the loans. For better participation in truth-clarification projects, we moved to Paris. When we sold our small store... After the property depreciated in value the money we received was precisely enough to purchase the housing i now own in paris all this happened when i had absolutely no intention of seeking personal gain yet i unexpectedly gained a lot master said in the fourth talk from juan falun quote the rewards that people usually hope to experience for their efforts consist of worldly things like living a more prosperous and pleasant life. For we who practice, however, the rewards that we look to enjoy are of a completely different nature and would be something regular people could never experience even if they wanted to, unless they took up spiritual practice. I feel an infinite sense of gratitude towards Master. Part 4. Selfless Donations We didn't start the Tiantai Bookstore from scratch. In the beginning, a fellow practitioner volunteered to offer us a storefront at a low rent, which became the first donation to Tiantai Bookstore. Another practitioner donated daffa clothes and meditation cushions worth several thousand euros. The sales from these items became the first capital for the bookstore. Later on, practitioners in France and other European countries donated cash and other items. Some European practitioners even attached their donations to their book orders. These acts deeply moved us and made us feel the collective aspiration of practitioners to operate a successful bookstore. Part 5 – Fateful Encounters at the Bookstore On the opening day of Tiantai Bookstore, we invited New Tang Dynasty Television in France to cover the event. Unexpectedly, a pair of practitioners from mainland China, upon seeing the news, immediately informed their daughter studying in France. As a result, the first customer to buy books at the bookstore was this Chinese student studying abroad. She joyfully bought a set of master's lectures around the world and had the opportunity to attend the first nine-day lecture class on Falun Dafa that we held at Tiantai Bookstore. Another Taiwanese practitioner living in the eastern region of France, who had been cultivating on her own, saw the news on New Tang Dynasty TV and joined the first nine-day lecture class. Since then, she has stepped out and practised, clarified the truth with fellow practitioners and even established a practice site in her local area. During the first month of the bookstore's opening, we organised the first nine-day lecture class in the bookstore. So far, we have held ten classes – both in Chinese and French, and have invited veteran practitioners to join us to facilitate cultivation experience sharing with new practitioners. Over the two years since the bookstore's opening, we have sold over 4,000 DAFA books and sent over 200 packages to practitioners across Europe, with the furthest package reaching a practitioner in Uganda, Africa. Our work has received recognition and has been welcomed by fellow practitioners. During Shen Yun's performances in France, we sold books at the venues. Over these two years, we have sold nearly 1,500 copies of Juan Falun. I will continue to do well in the work of Tiantai Bookstore and improve myself. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners.
0: The following is an experience sharing article entitled My Relationship with My Wife Improved After I Began Reciting the Teachings by a Falandafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on August 13, 2023. I practice Falandafa for over 20 years, thanks to Master Li's Falandafa's founder, Benevolent Protection. Sometimes my Xinqing is good, but other times I've been slow in eliminating my attachments. I'm a retiree so I rarely interact with others. Most of the conflicts I experience take place at home with my family. Other than going out to talk to people about Falun Dafa and the persecution, I stay home and read the Falun Dafa books. My wife is not a practitioner, but she respects Master Li. Her sincere respect for Master brought her many blessings and good health. Her former employer offers physical examinations for retirees each year, and the result of her health check has always been good. My wife likes to nag. There's endless housework and I take care of many things. Sometimes I'm a little slow, or if I don't do something well enough, she loses her temper and complains. Other times, she reprimands me for no reason. Although I tried my best, she berated me. I felt wronged and resentful. I forgot I was a practitioner and argued with her. I even said things that were not nice, which upset her even more. I measured myself with the fob principles afterward and found many attachments. I'm competitive, like to argue, feel wronged, am jealous, like to complain, and want to save face. I didn't put myself in my wife's shoes and only thought of myself. Master said in the fourth talk of Juan quote, Naturally, you won't be forewarned when challenges or tensions are coming your way. Little spiritual growth would be possible if everything were disclosed to you and those events wouldn't serve their purpose." Unquote. Master's words were like a stick warning. Arguing and quarreling with my wife seemed trivial on the surface, but it was directly related to a practitioner's Xing, Xing issue, a non-practitioner's perception of Dafa, and a practitioner's faith in Master and Dafa. I started to memorize the Fa after talking to practitioners. Afterwards, when I had conflicts with others, especially my wife, I remained calm. No matter how much she complained or nagged, I didn't argue or get angry. Her attitude gradually changed. She doesn't get upset when I do the exercises and is even supportive of it. She picks up discarded Falun Dafa materials in our neighborhood and brings them to me or hands them out to others. The above is my current understanding. If anything is incorrect, please kindly point it out to me.